0: Listen up, you waste 261 days a year when you wait for the weekend to have fun. I'm your host, Jenna Palick, and on my podcast, Fun on Weekdays, you can expect me to have honest, vulnerable, and sometimes not so fun conversations about what it means to balance the relationships in our lives. When you stop waiting for the weekend to have fun, you maximize every day of your life. Fun means something different to each of us. That's why I'll have guests from different work industries to share the highs and lows of their careers while making time for fun and what it means to them. We all work different jobs and have different schedules, but I think we can all agree on the importance of finding little moments in every single day to have fun and find fulfillment in our lives outside of our careers. Tune in to Fun on Weekdays podcast every Tuesday to hear from myself and others who believe that weekdays can be just as fun, if not more, Then the weekends, if you make them. Now, who's ready to have some fun? Happy birthday to Fun on Weekdays. I feel like we should start this off with happy birthday, you guys. It has been 365 days, 261 weekdays. How many weeks are in a year? 52. 52 weeks. 12 months, you guys are better at math than me. You get the point. It has been one whole freaking year of fun on weekdays. Holy crap. Oh my God. How did that even happen? How did that happen? I have no idea. A year ago today, July 27th. So, actually, well, today is the 25th, but you get the point. I was recording my first ever podcast episode. I had no idea what I was doing. And at times, I still don't know what I'm doing. That's okay. That's life. We all don't know what we're doing at times. I'm not afraid to admit that, are you? <laughs> so a year ago I was recording and I had a TikTok video that did really well and I was just sharing the fact that, yeah, the reason why I look like I have fun is because I simply do. I, I, you know, I do something after work every day or before work and I, I make a life outside of my job and I have fun on weekdays. I had no idea that when I posted that TikTok video, it was going to quite literally change my life. The power of social media is unfathomable. And so people can like an idea, but when an episode comes out, you really, you really get a sense of if they actually support you or if they were just commenting nice things and gassing you up and getting in your head thinking like, okay, I'm about to start this awesome podcast, but then you post it and it could flop. And so a year ago, I had no idea. I had it in my mind that like, this was just going to be a part-time thing. It was going to be a way for me to just kind of have an outlet to, complain about my job, complain about the things that I didn't enjoy in my life, and also have a way to appreciate the things in my life that I do and share that journey with all of you. And the way that Fun on has changed over the past year is, I personally think, really beautiful. There might be other people out there who don't agree, and maybe you like maybe you like who I was and what Fun on was a year ago, and that's okay. That's called growth. And we don't all have to grow at the same speed. So today's episode, what I really want to do is just sit down and take a moment to appreciate the successes that have happened in the past year. I also want to reintroduce myself because like I said, I've changed a lot. <laughs> and the person that I was when I first started this is almost unrecognizable. There are pieces of myself that I, that I still recognize, that I still have, but there are a lot of things that I've... Grown out of. And I think that's great. So I'm going to reintroduce myself. <laughs> and I'm also going to share what I envision for Fun on Weekdays. I'm using this one year anniversary as a way to rebrand, to really lock in what I see for the future of Fun on Weekdays and just kind of explain that with all of you. And whether you want to continue supporting and listening, great. That's awesome. I'm so excited to have you. And whether you're just starting to listen, welcome. I'm so excited you're here and I'm very, very thankful that you gave my podcast a listen and whether you listen to another one or not, I'm I'm still thankful for you. So let's get into the successes that have happened in the past year. But before we do that, let's talk about the fact that I feel as though I've been waiting for this milestone moment. I've been waiting for this one year anniversary to really reflect and give myself credit and give you guys credit for what has happened in the past year and it got me thinking, why are we constantly waiting for an anniversary, a birthday, the new year's? Why are we constant or the weekend? Why are we constantly waiting for this specific time to celebrate, to celebrate literally anything in our life? Why are we constantly waiting? It's like we can never celebrate anything in the moment because life is just so busy, and it's almost like you don't have time to celebrate. And I've recognized that in myself, as I'm saying this, that I've waited for an entire year to really, like, try to grasp what has happened. And I I say all the time that I'm grateful, and I am, but I don't think that I've ever given myself gratitude, if that makes sense. Like, I'm grateful for all of you, but I've never really given myself credit or celebrated myself. And I celebrate you guys at the events and stuff and then then the next event happens and and then the next thing happens. And I'm constantly, constantly looking forward to what is next that I never really enjoy in the moment and reflect in the moment. And that makes me sad because a life that is so full of chaos and busyness and stressfulness, anxiety, some days that are really depressing, some days that you feel very alone, why are we putting off those celebrations? Why are we not making our day a little bit better by celebrating just the tiniest things every single day? Because those tiny celebrations are what makes your life fulfilling. And when I think about fun on weekdays, it really translates to the idea that we shouldn't be waiting for the weekend to celebrate any ounce of our life. Whether that is celebrating a new friendship or making your bed in the morning. Like, come on, that's something to celebrate. I never do that. There's so many things in life to celebrate that we constantly make excuses for why we aren't. And I do this all the freaking time. I say that when I record these podcast episodes, I try to have a takeaway from it. And I always want that takeaway to somehow reflect my life and what I need to hear in that moment because. I like when my podcast episodes have something that I feel tied to and related to. And so for this week, I want to remind myself that we don't need to constantly make excuses for ourselves and feel guilty for celebrating ourselves. You shouldn't feel guilty for being proud of yourself. But for whatever reason, so many of us do, we downplay every single success because it's like you can compare yourself and your success to someone else's and then you belittle your own. And I try to say that someone else's success does not belittle your own, but in my own life, I do that all the time. So who am I to tell you to not do that? Because it makes me feel like a hypocrite. But i realized that I, and I know a lot of other people, are constantly not giving ourselves credit because we feel guilty to do so. It's almost like, We don't deserve to be happy or proud of ourselves because if we do, we're, you know, we're entitled or we're too full of ourselves or it's a bad thing. And so I think for me, that is a lot of the reason why I put off celebrating little moments in every single day is because for whatever reason in my mind, I've thought, Oh, well, if I take too much time celebrating myself, then I'm taking too much time away from other people and then I'm too self-centered or, and I get really in my head about that. But if there's one piece of advice that I want to give to other people is to stop doing that because when you continuously make excuses, when you continuously put off those celebrations and those successes, your entire life is going to pass you by. And then you are just constantly looking forward to that one moment in your life, that one anniversary that you finally get to be grateful. So today and every day from now on, I am making a promise to myself and to everyone who listens to this podcast that I will no longer do that. I will make it a fact every day to appreciate one thing that I've done, even if it is making the bed, even if it is getting Quincy to poop outside, (laughs) the little things, that's what makes life worth it. So let's talk about some of the successes of Fun on Weekdays over the past year, because as I said, none of the successes are possible without you guys. We have created one of the most incredible communities I've ever seen. Like truly, I don't know any other type of online community that is as strong as ours. So for anyone just joining, maybe you're not even in the Facebook group. Right now we have a Facebook group. And we talk about quite literally everything it has grown from just sharing you know oh hey I'm moving to this city like who's here I want to hang out blah 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 travel recommendations wedding hashtags asking girls for help with their outfits or asking for dating advice buying and selling items online looking for roommates looking for networking and jobs the Facebook group has become such a great source of communication for everyone who has listened to my podcast it's provided this amazing space where you can have honest conversations whether you want to be anonymous or whether you want to show your face i i welcome everyone but we have i believe 34,000 members and i started the facebook group in late december you know hoping that it would take off but really not understanding the the length of how much it would end up helping so many of you guys that have listened to this podcast It's become a place for you to just network with people around the entire world. I mean, there's people that are in Canada, Australia. There's people that are going abroad and studying abroad or traveling, and they've connected with other people in other countries. It's just wild, the, the power of social media. And so for me to be able to facilitate that is a really proud thing that I hold close to my heart because I know that many people have found a new roommate, they found an apartment, they found a new job, they've found the courage to leave a relationship, or they've found the courage to be happy. You know, going through a breakup and understanding that things will get better, or they've found somebody who also feels them in their struggles with acne or weight gain or weight loss, all of those things in life that maybe you don't feel like you have a person to talk to right now or you're embarrassed to talk to someone in your normal life. I have been able to curate this place where you no longer have to be embarrassed or you no longer feel judged. And you know that when you come to Fun on Weekday's podcast, there is going to be at least one other person that hears you and relates to you and values what you're saying. And so the fact that I've been able to create that community is one of my proudest accomplishments of this entire year. Now, I remember at the beginning of the year, I said that one of my goals with Fun on Weekdays was to start hosting more events, to be able to bring that community together in person. Because, you know, your relationships online can can only go so far. They can only deepen so much until you truly get that opportunity to connect with somebody in person and have those experiences that you will remember forever. And so I believe my goal was to do four events in 2022. I have surpassed that and I have no intentions of stopping. The events, say what you want. I know a lot of people have opinions. They're like, it doesn't make sense. You know, it's not a good business move, whatever. I think it's a great business move. Anything that brings an experience to somebody, that gives somebody something to look forward to after work, that allows them to meet someone new, that provides a space where people can come and attend an event alone, knowing that they are going to leave with a smile, a new friend, gain confidence, that is a, a fantastic business move. For me, it's not about gaining new followers or making money from the events. It's truly not. And if you've ever seen a price breakdown, there's proof. There's proof in my words that I don't do it for that. I do it because I know that so many people who listen to this podcast, maybe you don't have time in your schedule to make weekday plans. But you love the idea of what I come on this podcast and talk about. Maybe you don't know where to find friends. Maybe you're uncomfortable or you're a little, you're a little nervous or you feel awkward. Well, guess what? I've created this space now in person, on a weekday. I've taken out the middleman. You don't have to do any planning. Simply, all you have to do is just show up and meet a new person and have fun on a weekday. And the fact that I've been able to do, I've been, I've done quite a few events. I've done an Austin event, San Antonio, which was super small. It was with the Spurs. I've been to Dallas, Nashville, Cleveland, and I've done two nonprofit events in Austin. The fact that I've been able to do so many events in just such a short amount of time because I really started doing them in like March, it's brought so much more fulfillment to what I'm doing. And for me, I almost feel as though the weekday events is what truly puts my words to action. Because as much as I can say, yes, go have fun on a week weekday, go do something after work, whatever, I'm now providing you with that opportunity of something to actually physically attend. So there's no more excuses here. And the events have made me feel so much closer to the people that listen to me. I've heard your guys' stories. I have seen people that have traveled very, very far to come to an event and I really, I really cannot put into words how impactful that makes me feel. Um, and like I said at the beginning of this, I feel as though I've been kind of suppressing a lot of my feelings and a lot of my gratitude until this one year anniversary, because for whatever reason, I just, I felt like I can't celebrate that impactfulness until I hit this milestone moment. And during these events, you know, life is just so busy. There's a lot of people and everything that you kind of forget. And now that I'm sitting here and reflecting on it, the amount of lives that I've been able to touch through this podcast is surreal. It's almost unreal. A lot of times I don't believe the stories that people tell me and the ways that I've touched their lives. So the events provide you with the opportunity to do something fun on a weekday. They provide me with the opportunity to hear your stories and to hear from the people that listen to me and support me and how I can further support them. And the events have become like the super fun, exciting part of Fun on Weekday's brand that I You know, I kind of foresaw, I wanted, I've always dreamed of being able to do this. I've always loved hosting parties and planning events and stuff, but I just never really thought that I was truly capable of it. And now that I'm sitting here at my one-year anniversary, I'm proving to myself that I truly am capable of doing the events and of doing it larger scale. And so for the future, the events are here to stay. I'm planning to do more and more, and I'm hoping that eventually I'll be able to find a team member. Ooh! Everybody listening to this, their ears just perked up. They're like, "Ooh, Jenna's hiring. I am. I'm looking to hire somebody soonish. I'm trying to find an assistant because I want to do more events. I want to have more opportunities to meet more of you, to travel, to be able to have more guests on my podcast. And that I can only do as much as I can personally handle. And so I'm finally at this point now after a year where I'm starting to think about hiring someone, which is crazy. Like, holy crap, I'm going to hire someone. That's a whole nother conversation to be had. But that's where I'm at currently with the events. That's a huge accomplishment. I've done the merch and the merch sold out. I packaged all the merch myself. That was a very surreal moment as well. Just seeing all the people's names and packaging orders of people that that literally went online and they're like, oh, I love Jenna. I want to support her or I just love this sweatshirt and I want to buy it. And to package all that, that was really cool. Did take quite a bit of time to bounce back from that. Here is my official announcement to let you guys know new merch is coming on Thursday. Thursday, you guys, I decided to hold off and release it during the week of my anniversary. Thursday is my one year, July 27th. So it, it will be available online on my website. Look forward to that on Thursday. Merch is dropping. I'm so excited. And it, it'll only be available online for, I mean, as long as, until it sells out. And the last time it sold out in three hours. So set a reminder on your phone. Um, put it in your calendar. Whatever you got to do. If you want merch, you got you to gotta run for it because I have a feeling it's going to go fast. I don't know how I almost missed this accomplishment before going on, but I'm currently sitting, I mean, if you're watching this, it, and even if you're listening to this, you can tell my quality has dramatically increased and quality can only increase if you have the means to get new equipment. And I only have the means to get new equipment because I have an incredible, incredible sponsor that has been able to help me make on Weekdays into my full-time career. So thank you so much to Macy's for being the official, the one and only sponsor of Fun on Weekdays podcast. I know I say this often, but I truly don't say it enough that Macy's has been the brand that has really been behind me from January from last year when I first started and they believed in me and... I mean, I'm sitting in a new office. I'm sitting with new mics, a new camera, a new soundboard, everything. And it's all because of Macy's and because of the people who are listening to this today. So Macy's, thank you. Listeners, thank you. The accomplishment of getting an office is insane I thought truly that I would be recording in my bedroom forever or that eventually I would get an apartment and I'd be able to like make a little studio in there but to truly have an office I mean for real I have storage closets and the storage closets now I use to store event decorations I have like a merch table in the corner where I'm going to be packing PR boxes I have a recording studio right now I'm sitting in front of my brick wall with my neon light to get an office is almost validating the fact that like this is a job. And I think for the past year I've really really struggled with the idea of social media isn't a job. Doing doing a podcast isn't a job, but it is. It's just not traditional and I've really been struggling with that idea in my mind because I know that a lot of people no longer relate to the career that I have. And I'll touch on my you know, my future for fun on weekdays in a minute, but I understand that, and I know over the past year, I have been talking a lot about my job and doing social media and all that, and I understand that's not the most relatable content. Like, that's not why you guys listen to me. You don't want to hear about me talking about content creation all the time, and I think it's taken a year for me to fully accept that and kind of accept the fact that I really don't know how to put this, but kind of accept the fact that it is a job and the way that I validate it being a job is talking about it being a job. But I only talk about it being a job because I'm insecure about it. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like I'm trying to validate my insecurity by talking about it verbally, but... Anyways, all that to say, getting this office was a moment for me that I was finally able to be like, okay, this is legit. Like I have an office, I have a place to come to, I have an actual work day when I step in the office, when I open my computer, when I turn on my camera, and my workday ends when I leave here. However, my workday doesn't actually end when I leave here, and I've also found that over the past year, and it's something I'm still struggling with, it. but that's okay, we'll get through it together, we'll all... Hopefully, at some point in our life, find the balance between work and life. Another incredible accomplishment, you guys, a couple weeks ago, actually, maybe a month and a half ago, I hit a million downloads. Ah, what? A million downloads? That means a million listens. People listened to my voice a million times. What in the freaking world? Are you serious? That's so crazy. So crazy. People do podcasts for years and are looking forward to that 1 million mark. And I hit it in less than a year, which is so, so crazy. And let me just remind you, I only hit it because you guys helped me get there. So whether you're listening to me right now on Apple or Spotify or YouTube, if you enjoy my podcast, feel free to leave me a review and feel free to download this episode. It does help me um, with rankings and you know, ideally, in a in a future world, I would love to be a top podcast, but is that a make or break for me to enjoy podcasting? No, absolutely not. But is it a cool accomplishment, a cool milestone? Yes. And I want to celebrate it and I want to acknowledge it because it is definitely worth, worth acknowledgement. All right, guys. So we've talked about the accomplishments. We talked about the Facebook group. Go join it. If you haven't yet, the link is in the episode description. We've talked about getting an office, events, merch, downloads. We've talked about pretty much everything that I wanted to cover. And so now I want to talk about my future for Fun on Weekdays. So I think now is a good time to kind of rebrand, like I said, realign on what we can all expect from Fun on Weekdays podcast moving forward. I know over this past year, episodes have not necessarily aligned with the original idea of Fun on Weekdays. And the reason for that is because I have felt very lost in this journey of trying to figure out what Fun on Weekdays is. I'm listening in my head of what I think it should be and what I want it to be. I'm listening to you guys of what you want it to be, but I'm listening to my doubts. And I've been letting my doubts kind of get in the way of pursuing what I think and know that I should do. And I've been trying to use my life almost as like the content for this podcast. And I've realized the mental drain and, and stress that it has caused in my personal life. And that mental stress and drain has, it has directly impacted my personal life and my ability to maintain my friendships, my, my physical and mental health with myself, my relationship, my family, time to myself, having fun. And so I realized that my life doesn't need to be content. Some parts of it are, is, some parts of my life is content. But for the most part, stories from other people are what make us feel connected. And so from now on, we're not going to be talking about influencing. We're not going to be talking about content creators. We might be hearing from small business owners or you know people who work in maybe a less traditional field we might have them talk about that but from now on i want to have people from all different walks of life from all different industries all different ages all different careers everything i want to hear from them what fun on weekdays means to them because i've said so many freaking times fun on weekdays means something different to everyone okay well let's let's hear what it means to from different people then let's bring them on let's have them talk about their careers and the struggles that they have, and let's all figure out, you know, we all have different tasks, responsibilities with our jobs, different schedules. But at the end of the day, we all have similarities. We all struggle with the same thing, whether it's like not feeling guilty when you're taking time off, or not knowing how to separate work from life. We all have different responsibilities, different work hours, different careers, But at the end of the day, we all have very normal things that we can all relate to each other about, whether it's not knowing how to separate work from life or struggling with financials in your career, being frustrated with your coworkers or your boss, trying to figure out how to fit fun into your busy schedule while you're pursuing a career. I mean, we have so many things in life that we relate on. So why are we using our jobs as a way to differentiate ourselves, to tear us apart? Why are we doing that? And so my goal from now on is to bring on guests, normal everyday people. Like I said, no more influencers, maybe here and there, but I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from my followers and I want these stories that I hear at my events to be the stories that you guys all get the, the beautiful privilege to also hear because I've met so many touching people and I just want to be able to share that with you. So From now on, you can expect me to still you know, sprinkle in a few of my personal stories here and there, but I really want you guys to hear from a bunch of other people. And so if you guys have a great story or you have an idea of something that you want to talk about on my podcast, I'm going to start a thread on my Facebook page or I'm going to start um, on my website. Actually, you can send me a message. And so if you want to send me an email, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit about your story, what you want to talk about, and from there, I'm going to be having new guests on my episode. I'm going to be continuing the events. You love the events. I love the events. It's an amazing way to bring an online community together in person. And the events are not stopping here. So stay tuned because I have some really freaking exciting news regarding an upcoming event, but I can't share just yet. Maybe next week, I'm hoping. Um, And so keep your calendar open end of August if you're looking to have a reason to come to Austin, just know that there might be a reason sometime soon, and just know that the events are happening, and I can only plan as many as I have the time and bandwidth for, so fingers crossed I can find a really great assistant soon too, so she can help me plan some more events. For those of you who don't know me or you're getting to know me, my name is Jenna Palak. I'm the host of The Founder. I'm 24, I'll be 25 in September. I am very, very impulsive. I thrive off of talking to people. I love being in social settings, but over the past year, I have valued my time alone so much more than ever. I am still trying to figure out what I want out of life, where I see my life in five years, 10 years. I don't think anybody should ever have to have a plan. I hate when people ask me, what's your plan, what's your plan? I don't have a plan. And sometimes life is more beautiful when you don't have a plan because it allows you to just go with the flow and just go wherever life takes you. I love pink, of course. You know that Little Miss pink. You know that Little Miss trend lately? Little Miss pink and orange, that's me. My office does look like pink throw up, but that's okay. I love it. I love channeling my inner femininity, my inner girliness, and I'm not, I'm not afraid of that either. I'm not embarrassed by it. I don't think anybody should be. I went to school for fashion, but that doesn't mean that I am a fashion stylist. <laughs> uh, let's start there. We all know that I have struggled dressing myself, but I didn't go to school to learn how to dress myself. I went to school to learn how to run a business. So there's a difference there. I am from Painesville. I now live in Painesville, Ohio, by the way. I, am, I now live in Austin, Texas. I've been here the past two years. I was single when I first moved here and I was going freaking through it. Let's just say that I was going through it, uh, trying to figure out a friendship situationship. And now I'm happy to say that I'm very much in love in a relationship and going strong on nine months, I think. So The person that I was when I was single when I first started this podcast, I was a lot more wild. I used to love going out and drinking all the time, and there's nothing wrong with that by any means. But as I said that I value my personal time a lot more now these days, I also value staying in a lot more these days. So my idea of fun has changed from going out to Rainy Street and then ending my night at Concrete Cowboy to now staying in and cooking a new meal and watching a TV show hanging out with my dog. I've also gotten a dog over the past year. His name is Quincy. He is seven months old, a little mini golden doodle. He is the cutest thing, but also one of the biggest frustrations. I have an episode all about living with a dog and getting a dog, how to have fun with them on weekdays, how they impact your life. Um, but I would never trade him for the world. I'm obsessed with him. I have two sisters. Aaron has been on my podcast She lives in Cleveland. My oldest sister, Sydney, she lives in San Antonio, and she's an occupational therapist. I'm waiting for the day that I'm able to get her on the podcast. I know she has so much to share about working in healthcare and the mental toll that it can take on you. Uh, So I'm excited to get her on here, and my parents have been married for 31 years. They both still live in my hometown in Painesville, Ohio. My dad loves to rake on the beach. My dad is on TikTok. If you want to follow him, his name is Chuck Palak. He thrives off of you guys. (laughs) You guys, he loves the Facebook group more than anything. My mom is a teacher. She's been teaching for as long as I can remember. She was a stay-at-home mom, became a substitute teacher, and then a full-time teacher, and I'm sure she has so many great teaching stories to share with you as well. She is always the last person to leave the building along with the janitors. And I really don't know how she does it. But about me specifically, what has changed in the past year? I feel as though I have truly found more and more of a purpose. And I say more and more because I've still, I'm still not fully confident that I know who I am, as I've said, but I am much more confident And when I first started this podcast, I felt very lost. And I feel like Fun on Weekdays was a way for me to find myself and vocalize a bit of my struggles and frustrations, hoping that somebody out there would also understand how I felt and relate to that. And I would feel a little bit less alone. And I never imagined that after a year of doing Fun on Weekdays, I would have found so much confidence in myself that you guys have encouraged me. And even though I know I'm on, on this microphone trying to encourage you, I truly see it the other way around most days. I still struggle with a lot of insecurities. Right now, my acne is really bad and it has really affected my self-confidence. I still struggle with my body image. Every day is a battle of whether I love or I absolutely fucking hate myself. I still struggle with finding confidence in my career as I know a lot of other people do. And even though I've done this for a year, I still, I still have doubts with my career and what I'm doing and fun on weekdays. And I don't want you guys to think that just because I'm here and I talk to you all the time that I have it figured out because I don't. And I don't think a lot of people in life do. I don't think a lot of our parents do. A lot of our grandparents do. Our peers, our best friends. I think we can constantly look at other people and compare our lives to theirs thinking that everyone else has it figured out but you, and just know that those same people that you're looking at are probably thinking the same thing of you, and that is one of the things that I think of the people that I meet at my events is, wow, they really have it all figured out. Like, wow, they really have their life put together. And then I have to remind myself that a lot of you guys think that about me, and I wanted to share that piece of myself, and it's something that has not changed over the past year of when I started the podcast to now. I've gotten a little bit more confident but it's still a struggle and you can expect me to still have vulnerable honest conversations about that on this podcast even though I'm going to have more guests on. The last thing that you should know about me as I reintroduce myself and rebrand is that there's one thing that will never change and that is the fact that I truly truly believe in the importance and value of having fun on weekdays to Have time every single day, not just the weekends, to do something for yourself that you enjoy. And it doesn't need to be anything extravagant. It can be even just the most mundane things. It can be doing a self-care night and putting on a hair mask. I literally did that last night. It could be going home and making popcorn and drinking a glass of wine while you watch your favorite TV show. There are moments in every single day that are so overwhelming and stressful, and we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves a moment where we can just do something for ourselves because we live a life that you're constantly trying to impress other people or help other people or do things for other people. So give yourself a moment every single day to do something for yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this little recap, a little rebrand. One year of podcasting is a huge milestone, but it's not stopping here. And I'm looking forward to the continuous growth that we will all have together over this next year, over the next couple years. I look forward to meeting more and more of you at my next events. And I look forward to hearing more of your guys' stories on new episodes. So I think you guys all know how this ends. I will talk to you guys next Tuesday.